Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 444. And it's Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. All right. That was that was very rehearsed. We got a full table here. Jeff's here. Jeff's good to have you. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm actually here. Brother Nicholas and Brother Theodore. Hello. Hi there, guys. Um, Layton had to work away from the office today and he didn't make it back in time. So next week he's planning on being on the podcast. And so if you listen to the last, the previous week's episode, you know that we talked about some of the things that we observed and thought about with our grandparents passing away. And we're going to pick that conversation up next week. So if you didn't listen to it, go back to last week. It was a short one. Um, listen to it real quick. There's basically, basically just like one question in viewing my grandma and grandpa passing away. I wondered what routines or things do I need to do or not do to make my children like each other and me enough that when I'm at an old age, they actually like to spend time together and want to be around each other. So if you can provide some insight on that. I'd love to mm. hear listeners' thoughts, whether you're young or old. Middle-aged. <laughs> Middle-aged. That's okay. White. White or black or red or blue. Yellow. Or yellow. Or Amish. Or pale. Or precious in his sight. Anyway, so today we're not going to talk about that. What we are going to talk about is Nicholas is the new proud owner of a home. The new proud owner? Yes, I am. Or the proud new owner? Pride is a sin. Yeah, pride is a sin. Nicholas, you are You should be the default, new humble owner. A sinner. Anybody who buys a home is a sinner. Yeah, that is true, though. Homeowners are the worst. It's gluttony. It's in the Bible. So don't answer that. <laughs> I do have a, uh, a comment, though. Why my phone is not silent? Why is your phone not silenced is the first question. Yes, why? Question number two. You're, how did you end up being able to buy a house? Because uh, two of my co-workers you don't have make been... Any money. Two of my co-workers have been trying <laughs> desperately to buy homes, and they keep on slipping through their fingers. Where do they want to buy? Anywhere except Plymouth. Oh, just one for, came up for sale in Wakarusa today. Yeah. It's pretty dumpy. So I know so, it's, a, it's a tough market right now, but did you is. did you find it difficult to find well find a home that accepted your or, or a home owner that accepted your offer? Uh, yes and no. See, I had to. You had to know people to get what you want, and I know people. And you made an inside deal. In a way, yes. Oh. So my realtor, I'm not sure if I can say its name or not, but my realtor said, we're looking at a house in Avenue, and she said, hey, my cousin is selling his house, and would you be interested in even looking at it? And we said, well, sure, we'll always look at houses. So we decided to go and look at it, and... Keep on talking. Okay, um, and... So we went and looked at it, and we were the first people. It literally went on the market that morning, and we were the first people there to look at the house. Wow. And so is that the key? You have to be the first person to look at it? it yes, you have to be the first people, and you have to put an offering right away to actually get Yes. It. It's insane. If you wait more than half a day, <clears throat> gone. Because we put an offering right away, 
and less than 24 hours it was accepted. It seems strange. Why don't people mark up their houses higher? Because it's a great question. I mean, I'd be willing to wait, you know, a month for my house to sell if I'd get an extra 25,000 for it. But mm. see, the people do give offers over asking price. I know. There was a house, so it doesn't matter. Like there was a house for sale in Wakarusa with five acres, and I called the lady and I asked if the price is negotiable, and she said we already have offers, five offers that like fifty thousand over asking price. No way, that's incredible. So yeah. it's insane. So another thing is, it still confuses me. Why don't people just like why didn't they list it for fifty thousand more than what they were thinking of? Because they would rather have that scenario where there's five people fighting over it. All you need is just one buyer. I just want one buyer who's willing to pay me the most money. Well, that's what they're getting. <laughs> so, anywho, also, my realtor said that we, she wants us to get us in early in the morning because that afternoon, the people are not doing any more showings. So, we're the only people. So, they're doing showings one day. No, they're going to do showings the, the morning of. And then wait like another day, and then do more showings because they wanted they needed to be there or something because they homeschool. So uh. if we would have got in, she wanted us to get in before the like the ending kind of or before. Like, do you right feel the, like buying a homeschooler's home is going to affect your children? Um, no. If in well, in fact, we thought maybe it'd be more spacious because of that reason. Mm. Spacious. It's bigger because it's homeschoolers. Well, I was talking about oh, schoolers have bigger houses. Was it more simple? More simple. Write house. that down. I was more getting. I don't to know. The fact. I don't know if they have simpler houses. I was getting more more to the the pre the conception that homeschoolers are just a little bit different. Oh well, it doesn't have any windows. That depends, is kind of weird. It depends what <laughs> kind of homeschoolers they are. I know. I know, Jeff. Speaking, you're speaking as an actual homeschooler. I am. Uh, he he's a hybrid homeschooler. I'm a hybrid I have homeschooler. cousins like you. H H. Hybrid <laughs> homeschoolers aren't weird. Wow, uh, as weird oh, as weird. Jeff. Whoa. No, no Jeff, but what were you no, going to say? No, no, no. What I was going to say is that that it does depend what kind of homeschooling you do because there are different, there are very different kinds of homeschooling, mm -hmm. and it really depends on the parent. Mm -hmm. Because oh, there are some homeschoolers that are actually like very highly educated, and then there are some that just aren't because their so, parents don't take. Well, education so is a little part of it, though, because you need socialization as well. And some of them have like co-ops yes, that they like, meet with other like kids co-ops and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. I know the way I just talked, it might, you might think that I'm against homeschooling, but we're actually planning on homeschooling. Yeah. I'm actually against schooling. Ruben. <sighs> Theodore, Ruben. what about Montessori schooling? You mean like monks? Or no. what are you saying? No, they play with like wooden toys. It's and like, like weird. It's like a, you, cut you your learn hair. by doing. Like, you mean like trades? No, no, no. It's it's dumb. It's, it's dumb. It's really see. I want different. as soon as my it's kids like can. Parenting. As soon yes. as my kids can walk, <laughs> then they're Montessori out. School is down the down the is the next door beside gentle parenting. Yes. It's oh, like okay. it's like a yoga for school. Oh, sick! No. No, I want my kids to be in the fields working instantly. As soon as they can walk, they're out there hoeing the garden, picking up rocks in yeah, the field. Yeah, exactly. Welding. Yeah, getting dirty. Mm -hmm. If your kids aren't dirty, then you have the wrong kind of. Why kids. didn't we have shop class in high school? 
I learned how to weld in <clears throat> high school, and that was the only that was the, the most thing beneficial learned. part of school. I agree. Was that couple week welding class at Paul's Welding? I'm not kidding you. No, that's not true. I'm What's, not saying it wasn't a, an important skill to learn, but the probably the most important thing you learned was how you to say read English. And write. I, no, it's communication. English. Yeah. I know it sounds is, boring, but yeah. if you can't communicate, communication, you can't do anything. You, you need, cannot. That's the foundation for everything. The, the uh, I'm reading a book by, uh, what's his face? John Maxwell. Donald And Trump. he says. Oh, the 14 the, Laws of Communication? Yeah, the 16. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the, the number, <laughs> the number two one more. way that you can raise the value of yourself is to learn to communicate better. Well, okay, Jeff. I'm sure. reading that book too. We should. Uh, I'm, not book sure, I'm not sure how long it'll take you. The last book I read, it took me about nine months. So uh, I'm not planning on it taking me that long. This I'm time. hoping to be done before nine months, but I'm also not sure if I'm going to read it. It's in, in it in its entirety or not. I think I will. I'm actually using it, uh, and I'm planning on giving workshops at work for my employees. Wow, that's good job. Using it as a training materials. That's yeah. cool. But let's get talk, back to talking about how dumb school is. Here's the problem. Kids should not be away from home for that long every single day. It's not good for them. So so they should have shorter school days, yes. but year-round. No. No, no, no. Not year-round, but no. they should for sure have shorter school days because parents just drop off their kids, and it's the school's problem to deal with, their, to raise their kids during the day, and they come home at night, and the kids are just raised by the school system. And this is especially bad in public schools because after school, the parents are still working, so but they that's, need to go do something extracurricular. But that's what communists want. I know. That's why I hate <laughs> so, school. Theodore, I'm not, I don't disagree with you, but I'm curious, what is your proof of what you're saying? That it's bad for children to be at school for... How bad kids are nowadays? Are they really worse than they were in previous generations? When I see a homeschooled family, they're almost always more well-behaved and more respectful. Mm. So you think it's actually flip-flop now where your conception, your preconceived <laughs> I never said they weren't weird. <laughs> I just said they were just more respectful. Well -behaved. The reason that homeschools are, are well-behaved is because they never go out in social, <laughs> social, social <laughs> gatherings. <laughs> So when they do out, they're so in awe. They're like, they just stare at everything. They're so quiet. Like, what? But people that are out normally, the kids that are in school, they're like, oh, we're used to this. I, we're kind of like, I, listen, there's, I don't, I wouldn't say, I, I don't think I agree with you, Theodore. I think, I think that maybe school has a part of it and maybe they learn, kids learn bad behaviors from school, uh, at school, mm -hmm. um, and they're not dealt with at schools. However, uh, I think that there are plenty of private schools where the kids are very well behaved as well you no know, and i'm not saying there's not good kids that come out of, of private or public schools but i think they're there too long too much of my childhood involved schooling mm. i hated it i still mm. actually have nightmares about waking up being in school mm. do you actually yeah because i was at field <laughs> events today and it was so depressing i'm not kidding i was so depressed being there oh he just, got hives just thinking about being in school again and just oh it, there's no freedom there yeah it's awful Every time that I see my sister-in-laws, I ask them how school's going, and every time I'm like, man, I'm so glad I'm out of school. So something you know, that's really bad for kids, uh, and it, it just kind of works this way. This is how our school system works, but the long summer break is actually really detrimental to your education. You, like, as a kid, you forget so much over those three months. That's why I love summer. <laughs> <laughs> that I want yeah. to Like, it everything. would be better to have a shorter day 
or maybe not so many days a week mm-hmm. at school and go more like there closer to year round, maybe longer breaks, like, like, like a two week, more vacation, two week breaks, like two week breaks every mm-hmm. so often. Uh, but then basically year round school would actually be more beneficial from an education perspective. Mm-hmm. Then Jeff, they, are you ever uh, planning on taking your, your work workshops into like the, the lower um, level, the lower age groups where you might start your own school? Have workshops for children instead of workshops, workshops for, for adults. children. No, these are these are adult lessons. Uh, here's another thing. <laughs> what, do you, what does that mean? Kids, <laughs> <laughs> uh, close your ears. No. Here's another thing about school. There's I'm no. Gonna, I'm gonna stop before I get behind. How much of your life? How much of your life now as an adult involves being outside? Uh, not very much of it. I mean, That's outdoors. Sad. You mean? Yeah, like whether you're like working at home Jeff, or you're. <laughs> yeah, not enough. Probably about. Um, well, I have to walk from the house to the car. Same work. It's like what two minutes? So about two times two, so four minutes. Four minutes a day. I mow my yard uh, for one hour every week, maybe an hour and a half, and I uh, water my gardens for ten minutes a day. So the school should have a garden, and they should get the kids <laughs> yes. to mow the lawn. Yes, they me. should have classes that are practical life things. Yeah. Like I remember. Okay, another good That's thing not we the learned. Only time I spent outside. I know. Another good thing we learned was how to balance a checkbook. We actually learned. Yes, we learned that's that practical. We should, yeah, we should learn and how to do taxes at school. Oh yes, we should how to learn evade taxes. how to yeah, evade taxes to, for sure. How to evade how taxes? How to get the government to give you more money and you give them less? Exactly. Stop. More practical things like that would make me feel better about school. Well, Peter, well you're you talking volunteer? about a career center. Why don't you volunteer? Yeah, but that's for, for people <sighs> for our local school board. You, uh, you, you, yes. you need to have your, your church is a part of. Don't you need to have kids in school? No. I mean, well, that should be a rule. No, John Miller was there, <laughs> and he was way. He's a grandpa. Well, we'll see. Implement some of these ideas, or, or pitch them anyway. anyway. Pitch them into the abyss. Jeff, I hate to kick you off the podcast, but I think you said you had to leave. I, I, I my time too. shifted by about five minutes. So nice. I have three, three minutes. minutes. Good. What else do you want to say, Jeff? Uh, I don't know. You know, nothing that that I think that is dumb in the school is is paces. I think you should have spent a few more years. At paces. I literally, I literally did not learn anything from paces. We can tell. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you're saying just like that method. Yeah. yeah, but they are trying to get away from that at our local private private Christian school. Paces work for some people and they don't for others. You got to work on your at your own pace. I hauled through paces in high Did school. Did you learn anything, though? Yes. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> See, there it is. It depends what subject it is. It, it depends what subject it is. It needs to be taught. That yeah. health pace, I kid you not, I got done in like five minutes, and it was <laughs> I did not learn anything. <laughs> I remember doing an entire music pace in, in one night. <laughs> because I, it was from, you probably had you probably No, had it's done. because I, I, I think... I think it was because I failed the test and it was the day before the end of school and I had, oh my it was like oh. graduation, like you have to pass this test kind of deal. And I just yeah. absolutely hauled through it, it. Oh. and then, um, and then took the test the next day and passed. Wow. wow. Nice. <clears throat> Those are the kind of nightmares I have. It's like, it's the last day of school and I'm like, oh, I still have some, pay- I forgot to take this one subject. Oh. <laughs> and so there's one subject I forgot to take uh, this last, that's last year. Here's another thing. Do like you know what? I hated. Bible paces. Oh, I kind of they were really, they were just really boring. They were. Well, that's something that I should be taught. Them. Yeah, that needs, like that's something that needs to be taught. Like we had to read books and then, yeah, they're great stories, but like there's no, there's no class discussion. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, so, sorry, I, inter- I interrupted you. 
Ah, shoot. What was I going to say? Well, first of all, why don't you answer this? Are you going to homeschool your kids, Jeff? (sighs) That's a great question. It's not out of the question. Um, It's if we would, I would prefer above homeschooling. I would prefer to do a homeschooling Mm -hmm. co-op or like a very tiny private school where you're still doing the same subjects as, as homeschooling, but you have a place that the kids go and there is a teacher there that teaches all of the kids. Mm -hmm. And it could be something like with Rubens, like Mm -hmm. uh, we could two days out of the week could be taught by Ruben's wife and two days of the week could be taught by my wife, mm-hmm. you know? And the other like day that. you go to Paul's welding and learn how to weld yeah. from Jeff <clears throat> or go to the zoo. Okay. Yeah. And the other three days they're picking up rocks in Theodore's field. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That'd be a great Theodore, subject. This is, just, this is what you want. Slave labor. I do. And children are the way to do it. You have as many children they're, as you can. They're the future. They are the future. <laughs> they're the future laborers of your business. Uh, I agree. <laughs> you can only employ your own kids under the age of 15. No, tax-free, not? No, I don't think it's legal to employ kids under the age of 15 unless they're your own kids. What about yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, you're saying you can only do your own you kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Before 15, I know that. That's why I said you have as many kids as possible. <laughs> we have a workforce like none other. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the Amish have so many kids. That's why? Yeah. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Anyway, we got a little derailed from talking about Theodore or Nicholas's house. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, do you? This is a good question about your house. Yeah, do you up? know how to do like construction things? No, not. Well, as, you should have had a shop you know class what, in actually, school. You know, I've actually learned a lot in the last two days because my dad has been helping me with my house, and I've learned a lot. What have you learned? I've learned how to fix a door. I got to bounce, guys. Okay, right, see right. you, Jeff. Good talking to you, buddy. You, Have as many we'll kids as you can. We'll see you next week. Let's talk about that homeschool co-op. Yeah. Yep. We'll get it written up. Or your up. wife will teach it. Um, I've learned how to put a hole in the side where your lock goes, your deadbolt. Oh, is this an outside door? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Dad actually helped me with that at, at my first house, too. So, so this is what happened. So the door wouldn't lock, the deadbolt wouldn't lock. So we thought that the the uh, deadbolt was was just hitting it. So we started grinding out the hole to get it a little bigger to fit in. Still wouldn't fit in. Then we looked, and the door was completely like slanted, mm. like tilted. So then we were like, well, let's check the screws. We screwed it, and it went in like a good half inch. The door like picked up. Oh wow! Wow! And then when we closed the door, it fit. It closed so much nicer, and the deadbolt. Whoop, Went right in. It was perfect. Nice. So, so yeah. uh, for the people out there that are trying to buy a house that are having problems, uh, how many how many houses did you make an offer on before you got accepted? Uh, we made an offer on one other house that we liked. But um, how many did you look at? Oh, man. Okay, but I even, would... even that, because like, some of my, my coworkers have made offers on three at least three houses, if not more than that. Here's what here's what here's what my father told me, which is also theater and my and my and Ruben's father. But he said, whatever house you want, and how badly you want it, and how nice it is to you, is what you make your offer for. Doesn't really care what the I mean the asking price is whatever. But if you love a house and you want this house, then you will have to pay more. Because people that love this house are thinking the same thing. So 
he just said, you put in an offer whatever you think the house is worth. And so I did. And I actually put below the asking price of our house. And I said, this is what I think it's worth. And yeah, and I got it. So, okay, that's interesting. You made an offer below their asking price? I did. Wow. Yep. So I guess someone was taking was thinking what I was thinking, which yeah. was like offer way more than what the market is worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, this is what I think the house is worth. Me and my wife talked about it. And we said, if God wants us to have it, we'll, we'll they'll give it to us. Next thing I know, 5 a.m. the next morning, we, we got accepted. Neat. All right. Yep. Um, what all do you have to do to the house before you can move in? Um, so inside, we have to repaint a, not all the walls, but we're going to repaint some of the walls. Um, and what then, about any recarpeting or refinishing any floors? The floors, there is, like, the we have hardwood floors, and there are, like, quite a bit big cracks in some of the areas and so we're gonna tr- maybe i might call Hoosier, you're gonna who's your coatings yeah and see what the price is to get that redone um but i don't know i don't know yet it's livable but nicholas like justin said do now is the easiest time to do your floors i know but uh, just money just down the drain no into it's the not, floor it's not down the drain but you're right you don't it's always just, have to because there's some things in our house. The blinds are awful. And that's not a huge expense like redoing the floors. Mm-hmm. But we're just living with it for right now. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see once. We we want to see what the most important thing is to do. And then we'll go from there. Yeah. But the biggest thing right now is we, we have a central vac, which is really old. But it still has like the all the hoses, like all the piping mm-hmm. is there. So we want to re we want to get a new one and get that working. So that's our top priority. Then after that, I don't know. We might move the washer and dryer. We might get new take flooring. Out a wall. We might take a wall out. We might, I don't know, get a new kitchen. That's good. Make a list of everything. Figure out what it's going to cost. Yeah. Show but, off what you can. Yeah. Tonight we're going to go plant some some plants. All right. So. Okay. Well, I think we're ready to wrap up today's episode. Yeah. Anything more from you? Nicholas, Theodore? I don't think so. All right. Theodore, what's the point? The point is um, school is mostly pointless. Um, Offer what you think a house is worth. And learn good skills young. Because you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I, anybody listening to this podcast that's, is about to graduate from school, I would highly recommend you to go work on a construction business for at least a year just to get some good construction um, experience. Experience, yeah. Yeah, I and know. And then from I, there, go do whatever you want. I kind of regret not doing that as well. All right, Nichols, what's our word of the week? Word of the week is...